0: You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
1: Everyone, welcome to another edition of JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matus Weingast, and uh, today is June 15th, 2014, 17th day in the month of Sivan, 5774. If you're following along in Dafyomi, brand new uh, Masechta began a couple of days ago. It's Daf uh, 4 in Tanis, and it is 7.05, 7.06 here in the morning. A.M. Eastern Time. It is Father's Day here in the United States. And, uh, wanna wish a uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And of course it's Father's Day around the world every day, right? Should be. (laughs) Speaking as a father. Right now the temperature outside is 62 degrees here in the North New Jersey area. Heading up to a high of 82. Going back down to 62 tonight. Sunny and clear expected uh, forecast for today and tonight. In Jerusalem, it's 81 degrees outside right now, 60 degrees is the expected low tonight, also sunny and clear. It's a difficult day right now because, uh, of course, we are keeping our ears tuned to what's going on in Israel following the kidnapping of the three boys on Thursday night, and uh, we will get our newsroom Israel at 8 o'clock. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing new to report right now, other than the search continues, and we want to keep the boys' names in our tefillot, in our prayers. Yaakov Naftali ben Rachel Devora Gilad Mikhail ben Batgalim, Ayal ben Irit Shua. And we keep them in our prayers, and the same is for them, and for their speedy and safe return, of course. We'll let you know uh, whatever news we hear during the show and uh, looking towards our news from Israel coming up at at 8 o'clock. And uh, also uh, 7.30, morning Chizuk. And at 8.30, I'll be joined by Elliot Weiselberg. He is our court report host on the uh, Nachum Siegel Network. And we'll be discussing an event that he has coming up next week, beginning next week. Uh, it's actually taking place next Sunday. It is the 2014 Martin Weiselberg Memorial Junior High Hockey Tournament. So we'll talk about that, and it is a very worthwhile event. It's a fun event, and it's a uh, great fundraiser. So that'll be at 8.30, and uh, then, of course, the stream continues all day long right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to go to the music, and uh, then we'll be back with you. Thank you for listening right here on JM Sunday.
2: Hatan is so Eh, Hatan, Hatan is so a ka'soishano. Eh, Rakaso isono, the Achsorozo, <laughs> Kalevo.
3: So hatal, if I shall know. Hey, hatal, I tell, I
2: Shanna, you be a
4: Amén.
1: To JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matus Weingast. And at this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk.
0: The great Goin Revelio Dessler provided financial support for his father, who was Ruvain, for many years. It troubled Revruvain greatly to be the recipient of his son's money. And he wrote to him, expressing his concern. The essence of Rabdesu's response to his father is the following. My honored father, I am confused and dismayed by the words of my honored father. I am reading them, and I cannot find any respite. To begin with, how could my father write that I'm not obligated to give him anything? Is there anyone else in the world to whom I am more obligated than to my own father, if not solely for the money that my father expended on me since the day I was born. Of course, my father is aware of the maxim that honor is accorded by the son and not the father. Does the Talmud state anywhere that a father is obligated to disperse treasure houses of silver and gold for his children? Is not the time that you spent on my education inculcating me with the proper morals and values, is that not worth anything at all? Have not the Rosh and the Rajba both ruled that if a person donated money to Stuck and then he lost his fortune, the charitable organization is obligated to support him. If this is true for charity, then what would we say is the son's obligation? Forgive me, exalted father, for the words that I write. They are from a heart filled with sorrow and woe. If only it was possible for me to repay a small part of my debt to you, then I would be able to settle peacefully in the Holy Land. But at this time, the least I can do is to help you cover your expenses. The great tzaddik, Rav Chizkiyo Yitzchok, was the son of the Roshash. He was one of the leading rabbis of Yerushalayim. When his time came to leave this world, Rav Chizkiyo Yitzchok made a special request of his Talmidim. Instead of lowering his body into the grave, he asked that his body should be thrown into the grave. His students who loved him so deeply, they trembled when they heard this, and they asked their Rebbe why. The Rav explained that once, when he was a young man, he approached the Amud as chazan, and it was against his father's wishes. He said, from that day on, I couldn't find rest for my soul. My teeth have gone black because of the many fasts that I accepted upon myself. However, I'm still not sure that I've atoned for such a sin. Perhaps, with this final disgrace, my sin will be forgiven. As soon as he finished speaking, his holiness neshama soared up to its creator. The students debated the issue, but all agreed it was forbidden for the body of their great Rebbe to be dishonored in such a manner. Besides, They were certain that Rav Chizkiah had done complete shuva and there was no trace left of this sin. All the citizens of Yerushalayim came to escort the great tzaddik to his final resting place on Harazesim. As they approached the open grave, a band of marauding hoodlums attacked the funeral entourage. The people hurriedly dropped the body of Rav Chizkiah and ran for their lives. Left only with the body of the tzaddik on the ground, the hooligans began to kick it, and they kicked it directly into the gravesite that had been dug. Thus, the last will of the great tzaddik was fulfilled to atone for his only sin, the time when he had ever so slightly infringed on the honor of his father. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
1: Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. J.M. Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. It is uh, 7.36 a.m. Eastern Time here on the stream and uh, in the North New Jersey area. Today is Sunday, June 15th, 17th day in the month of Sivan. It's going up to a high of 82 degrees here in the North New Jersey area and then dipping down to 62 degrees later tonight in Jerusalem. It is 81 degrees outside right now and going down to 60 degrees Later on. Uh, Today is Father's Day here in the United States and uh, Rabbi Goldwasser just uh, spoke about honoring one's father and the honor uh, that uh, is important. And thank you for uh, those words, Rabbi Goldwasser. Uh, Today, of course, uh, right now we are focused on the news uh, that's happening in Israel with the uh, kidnapping of the three teenage boys on Thursday night. We'll have uh, our full coverage from the news for the news from Israel coming up at eight o'clock with Hannah Levy Julian, I know she's been extremely busy today, uh, doing a lot of uh, news updates and news stories. So we'll get to her at eight o'clock, and we'll find out the latest that's going on there. The, at eight thirty, I'm going to be joined by uh, Elliot Weiselberg on a little, uh, you know, less uh, certainly a less serious note, but uh, certainly important. and uh, involves. Uh, it involves a program that Elliot is uh, is running next Sunday. It's the 2014 Martin Weiselberg Memorial Junior High Hockey Tournament, and uh, the it is benefiting Hatzalah. There'll be a lot of teams involved in that, and we'll have the details when we discuss this with Elliot coming up at 8:30 this morning. The stream continues all day long right here on the Nachum Segal Network. Tonight, the Young Israel of Passaic Clifton is honoring. Noah and Peggy Gurak, and Rabbi Eli and Abigail Rothberger at its uh, annual dinner. We want to wish all the honorees and the young Israel a uh, Mazel tov on the dinner tonight. Uh, no doubt, even though it is a very happy occasion for the young Israel, there will be uh, prayers said for the three kidnapped teenagers. Uh, the names, uh, by the way, to keep in uh, davening, in your prayers is Yaakov Naftali ben Rachel Devora, Hilad Michal ben Batkalim, and Ayal ben Iris So So uh, certainly that will be noted and, and uh, mentioned at tonight's dinner. We wish them a uh, big Mazel Tov over there at the Young Israel say Clifton. Karen and I are not able to make it and we'll, uh, we'll not be able to be there, but we wish them a Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM Sunday and Nachum Siegel Network, and from ourselves personally, of course. Tomorrow morning, Nachum will be back, 6 a.m., bright and early, on JM in the A.M. On the stream, right after, uh, right after JM in the A.M., the Israel show will be hosted by Mayor Weingarten. That's on Monday mornings at 9 a.m. on the stream, exclusively on the stream, followed by Tech Talk with Arya Lightstone at 10. I'm sure that the uh, mayor will be discussing... The news from Israel and giving us the latest at that time of what's known. So uh, tune into that. Uh, the uh, let's see what else I have here. Oh, I do want to mention and remind you. You know, the new app for the Nachum Siegel Network was launched a number of weeks back. There'll be uh, some uh, some great um, some great promotions uh, uh, regarding that app. In the coming weeks, uh, so you know, make sure you uh, make sure you follow along, listen to the shows, and you'll you'll find out about that. Uh, and uh, if you want to get the app, just to go to your uh, your app store and uh, get the Nachum Siegel Network app, and then go to nachumsiegel and you can find out all the different ways of listening to the uh, show via the app and other ways. And uh, and when you're on Facebook and you want to get some updates, uh, please take a second to like our Facebook page, J.M. Sunday. And also while you're there, you can like Mayor's Israel Show page on Facebook also. It's a great way to keep in touch. Uh, I want to thank listener Moshe who recently liked our Facebook page. We appreciate it. The... Uh, the music that we heard in the first half hour—I didn't uh, mention that—is we heard from Shuli, uh, Mayor Banai, Benji Epstein, Yoel Weiss, and Amiram Devir. We're going to continue with music now, right here on JM Sunday, and we'll be back with the news from Israel at eight o'clock, exclusively here on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
2: shape to say, say,
1: We'll get back to Bar of Levine with Sam came a little bit later on. It is um, 8 o'clock here on JM Sunday. <clears throat> Mata Swan guest with you on the uh, 15th of June, 2014, the 17th day in the month of Sivan. And uh, we'll fill you in on uh, everything else going on here on the show of the next hour. But right now, we want to go right to our news from Israel, live with Hanalevi Julian, to give us the latest on uh, what is going on with the search for the three kidnapped teenagers. Good morning, Connell julian
5: Good morning, Marcus.
1: It is uh, certainly a, a oh, difficult wow. time uh, uh, over there and, of course, around the world as we are together in prayer for the safe return of the uh, three boys who were kidnapped on Thursday night. I uh, want to just mention their names before we go to you for the news the names of Yaakov Nachtali ben uh, Rachel Devora Gilad Michal ben Batkalim and Ayal ben Iris Chua uh, please uh, let us know what is uh, going on what has taken place and what are the latest developments that have happened in the last few minutes uh,
5: prime minister first of all prime minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, announced this morning that Hamas was behind the abduction of the three boys just before the Sabbath last week He made that statement at the start of the cabinet meeting, which was held in Tel Aviv. That was in order for ministers to be close to the Kiryat, which is the army's headquarters. Hamas, by the way, is the same terrorist organization that kidnapped former IDF soldier Gilad Shalit in 2006 near the Gaza border. It took five years and more than a 1,000 soldiers to retrieve that captive from his abductors. This time, however... The kidnapping took place m- much closer to home, in Gush Etzion. Uh, Netanyahu pointed out that Hamas, uh, until a month ago, ruled only Gaza, but now it's a part of the Palestinian Authority Unity government in Judea and Samaria. They're ruling together now with Fatah-led government that was based in Ramallah and led by Mahmoud Abbas, and he is holding Mahmoud Abbas personally responsible for what has happened. The IDF made a wave of arrests throughout Judea and Samaria last night, calling in about 80 Hamas members, including uh, Hassan Yousef, who is the founder of Hamas, several members of the Iranian-backed Islamic Jihad terrorist organization as well. In addition, the Israeli Air Force attacked a number of terrorist targets in Gaza last night. That was in retaliation for rocket attacks that were fired at southern Israel over the weekend. The United States and the European Union both have vowed their support to the Palestinian Authority government, neither publicly condemned last week's terrorist kidnapping, Uh, even up to this point. Only Canada has taken a strong public stand against the terrorist attack. Foreign Minister John Baird issued public condemnation last night, Saturday night, He reminded the Palestinian Authority his paramilitary force was trained by Canada and the United States. Baird warned its leadership to investigate and work hard to immediately return the boys to their families. I want to tell you also that uh, as we speak, the uh Brigade and uh, another brigade as well uh, are uh, closing down their training up in the Golan Heights and they are moving several hundred soldiers down to the Hebron area. Um, the IDF is gathering forces and uh, have issued a limited call-up of reserves, and uh, it's estimated there will be about 2,500 soldiers, uh, a total, uh, called up for uh, duty. And they are planning to seal off uh, various towns, villages, and cities throughout the West Bank in the next several hours. Uh, life within the uh, Palestinian Authority-controlled areas of the West Bank in and of itself is expected to continue. In that, I mean the... Uh, PA Arabs will be able to go in and out by vehicle and, and pedestrian traffic on their own within their own areas, but they will not be allowed to set foot outside uh, Area A and possibly Area B. Uh, they will not be able to cross the border outside of those areas into any pre-1967 area of Israel. And that includes any Palestinian Authority Arab, even with a work permit, to work within pre-1967 Israel. And is that being done Um,
1: now? Is that being done now to prevent the possibility of the uh, kidnapped uh, teenagers from being brought to uh, the Gaza Strip, for instance? Um, And uh, that
5: was that was already put into that was already put into place. That curfew was put into place already immediately to prevent them from moving to Gaza or the Sinai. But, but this additional pressure and sealing off Hebron and sealing off the additional cities is now being put into place, uh, and the deployment of soldiers is being put into place to increase the pressure on the population in hopes that the terrorists will begin to feel the heat and make a mistake. Uh, if they're trying to move these kids around within the uh west bank then perhaps they're going to feel the heat and make a mistake and uh, and our uh, our forces will find them and we, be able to bring the boys back home this is going to be called operation uh bring back the brothers
1: we've seen already reports that uh, within the palestinian authority area residents uh Arab residents of the area have been passing out uh, sweets and uh, celebratory um, uh movements uh because of the kidnapping which uh, of course would make it much more difficult for uh, any support to be uh to be had from them in terms of finding the uh, the kidnapped teenagers also we heard reports that uh, the Hamas uh, government Asked any people that have video cameras or uh, um, security cameras to make sure they erase the footage in order to hamper the rescue efforts. I mean, this has got to be something that um, you know the world needs to hear and react to because it is uh, showing what this new quote unity government is uh, is all about.
5: This is actually a power struggle. Between Hamas and Fatah that 's what this really is about. This is a power struggle between Hamas and Fatah that 's what this is about
1: and do you it's think
5: a challenge
1: do you think right now that we we could assume uh, I hate to do that, but we assume that there are back channel Discussions uh, with uh, with Abbas and the government there are uh, basically Israel telling them you you better help out with this and uh, and make this come out with a with a positive uh, end very quickly because obviously the public statements are that Abbas and Hamas uh, make the statement that they have nothing to do with this it's not their responsibility it's not their people uh, but we know that not to be true uh, can can we assume there is very strong discussion. Um, behind the scenes, right now,
5: I I don't know what discussions are be, are taking place. I I would I personally would have to think that such discussions are taking place. But even if they are, it is not clear how much power Abbas really has at this point because. Hamas and Islamic Jihad have been increasing their uh, their grip on Judea and Samaria over the past three years. There are Hamas and Islamic Jihad cells in almost every town and city in Judea and Samaria at this point anyway. That is one reason that Fatah, especially Abbas, has allowed the IDF, to deploy quietly every night within the Palestinian authorities areas B and A. If people who live here and people who travel along Route sixty know that the Israeli army units quietly deploy every single night in those areas mm-hmm. and pull out suspects. And and for all the yelling and Screaming and 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 incitement and 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 crazy talk that comes out of Ramallah. On the other hand, the Israeli army deploys every single night in those areas, and Abbas could not possibly keep order without the Israeli army, and that's known as well. Right. Fatah hates Hamas.
1: Given the, it's, it's a well-known fact. Given the uh, swift recognition. Uh, by the United States and others of the unity government, so-called unity government. Do you uh, do you believe or is the uh, is the belief out there that uh, this may have emboldened some of the terrorist or specific cells to carry out such a uh, such an event as the kidnapping?
5: Yes, it was the stupidest move Obama ever could have made. It was it was a complete piece of stupidity. I don't know what on earth. I really, honestly, don't know. What on earth prompted the American government, and even if, even if they had simply held their fire and not said anything at all, or said wait and see, it would have been smarter than what they did. But that is precisely what prompted this. That is my personal opinion as an analyst. Right. Absolutely emboldened. These, these units. And I, and I also believe, for whatever it's worth, that Hamas did not act alone. I believe Hamas acted in concert with Islamic Jihad, for whatever that's worth. Just as they did when they, when they grabbed uh, Gilad Shalit. It was not a Hamas-only operation back then either. There were three organizations that worked together in concert to grab him,
6: right. and they
5: were working together to keep him on ice. But, but there's a difference in this one. And, and that is that this time, there, there are two differences. Number one, they, they took these kids in Gushatzion. He's a lot, they're a lot closer to home, and they're a lot closer to us. So, it, the chances are a lot better that, uh, we'll find them and get them back. Number two, the administration under which this took place in terms of the Israeli government, is very, very different, mm-hmm. very different. We have uh, a defense minister who was a no-nonsense person. We have a prime minister who is who was a member of Sayer at Madkow. No, 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 no. It's a very different kettle of fish this right. time around.
1: The... Um, the... Uh, <laughs> The, the UN chief, Ban Ki-moon, compared the Israeli airstrike against an active Hamas terrorist, uh, to the kidnapping of the three Israeli children. What does that say about the United Nations, uh, and its ability to act as a, a world peacekeeping organization?
5: Well, we know about the United Nations. Yeah. You know? We, we know, we know about the United Nations. We, we know who controls the United Nations? Because the United Nations recognized a an entity that evaded its responsibility to comply with an internationally negotiated and recognized agreement and violated every previous agreement that it signed. in order to attempt to declare itself a sovereign nation, and the United Nations went along with that. Right. So we know about the United
1: Nations. Well, the next the next couple of hours, days, are going to be very tense. We expect the outcome will be positive, and uh, the boys will be returned safe and sound to their families. They're just a 16, 19-year-old uh, kids who were uh, on their way home, and uh, they were kidnapped uh So we do hope and pray that uh, they will be returned safe and sound very quickly. When we reconvene next Sunday, hopefully we will have uh, good news and this will uh, not have dragged out much longer at all. Uh, and uh, God willing, God willing. I, and,
5: uh, I want to tell you that. Uh, let me just tell you that uh, there are two two positive things here. First of all, there are mass rallies with mass prayer rallies that are being organized across the country and nationally for these boys. Um, today at 5 o'clock local time in Israel, there will be a mass prayer rally at the Western Wall. Ashkenazi Chief Rabbi David Lau will be attending, and uh, there will be several members of the Chief Rabbinate. The public is uh, asked to say to him that's, uh chapters of Psalms specifically numbers 121 and 130 uh, on behalf of these boys. Again, their names are Yaakov Naftali ben Rachel Devora, Ayal ben Iris Tishura, and Gilad Mikhail ben Batgalim. The second thing to know is that the Iron Dome anti-missile defense system has been installed on the outskirts of Ashdod. This is only a preventive measure, according to the IDF, uh but it was installed uh, in response to the missile fire that was directed at the Ashkelon beach area over the weekend uh, nobody was injured and no property damage was reported but uh again we are getting we are putting the defense measures into place um and uh doing whatever we have to do to make sure that uh everything is set up and ready to go
1: All right so no qu- we are
5: prepared for uh, everything
1: no question that uh, there's well- no question no, no, me no question that others will try to take advantage of uh, what 's going on now to attack in other areas, uh, feeling that uh, israel 's defenses might be down uh, in certain areas because they are actually up in other areas, but that, as you say, is not the case and uh, and our defense
6: really uh,
1: right and our defense uh, <laughs>
6: really uh, our,
1: our, our defense in terms of um, the mass rallies the bringing together Jewish unity on this topic uh, everyone that has um, on this issue, everyone, uh, left, right, all over, you know, made the same uh, statements of condemnation and uh, the prayers for the boy's uh, swift return, um, healthy and uh, safe. Uh, and the mass rallies—what a difference between that and, as I uh, mentioned before, the uh, the the joy on some of the faces of um, of people in the uh, in in the Gaza and uh, West Bank area to uh, learning of that. So uh, we, we have our own defenses that rise way above uh, some of what uh, those people are thinking.
5: Right. I should tell you, by the way, the weather forecast for the next few days <laughs> is a really good one for hunting. It's a great one for hunting, not
6: Bright uh, sunny
5: skies, clear moonlit nights, temperatures are going to be seasonal, about 80 degrees in Judean scenario, nighttime lows are going to be around 60 degrees. It's great weather for scavenger hunting. <laughs> terrific weather for finding lost boys Uh, may our troops be successful in their mission may we see our children return safely to their homes as soon as possible
1: right thank you and you're you're, you're, you're (laughs) absolutely you're absolutely correct we're not we are not at all making light of anything the truth of the matter is that uh situations on the ground oh yes situations on the ground can be can change very easily uh because of weather unfortunately it's just uh, the, the way it is and uh you know, hopefully uh, no, but, it'll be out there. And but, but, be know, but
5: but God's doing everything to help us with this. Absolutely, I, I, I firmly believe we will find them. Absolutely. We will find
1: them. Thank you, Hanalevi Julian, for joining us. We look forward to speaking with you next Sunday morning here on JM Sunday.
5: Have a great week, everyone. God willing, we'll find
1: them. Take care. That is Take our care. that is our news from Israel, live with Hanalevi Julian. Uh, Hanalevi Julian has been very busy today and the last couple of days, uh, writing uh, different, uh, writing pieces for different, uh, media outlets and, uh, and, uh, and speaking, uh, on, um, speaking on, uh, on different radio stations giving the news from Israel. So it's important, uh, that, that she joined us. I really appreciate the extended coverage she was able to give to us, uh, as you heard, um, as you heard uh, in the recent uh, hours, there have been uh, calls uh, of the um, by the army of uh, different uh, brigades and groups. Some training has been stopped in certain areas, all to bring uh, more forces to the West Bank area uh, to search for the kidnapped boys. And uh, we hope and pray for their safe and quick return. It is, uh, you know, it's certainly a difficult time, but, uh, we have, we have high hopes and prayers for their safe return. Uh, it's 8.20 in the morning right here on the Nachum Siegel Network on JM Sunday. I'm at the Swine Guest. Uh, we will be, uh, we will be joining, uh, we will be uh, joining Elliot Weiselberg. Uh, he will be joining us actually in about 10 minutes. Uh, I do want to have him on the air. I know that the uh, topic of, uh, of having a uh, hockey tournament may, may not seem, uh, in, uh, you know, th- to, to, to be one to discuss today, uh, in light of the uh, seriousness of our, of the situation of the kidnapping. But, uh, there is an event happening next week. It is to benefit Hatzalah. Uh, it is an important event and we do want to uh, call it to your attention. Um, so he will join us to talk about, uh, the, uh, memorial Junior High Hockey Tournament, the 2014 Martin Wazelberg Tournament. That'll be in a few minutes right here on JM Sunday. We're going to go back to some music. It is Father's Day here in the United States. We um, we certainly hope and pray that the fathers of these um, teenagers who were kidnapped will have very good news very soon. And uh we have some music for Father's Day. We were going to play more, but then we figured that uh, we could just play some Other music, but here is uh, Father Dear from Mordechai Ben David from the album Yerushalayim is Yerushalayim our home. Thanks for listening, everyone, to J.M. Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network.
7: In the heavens there's a cup that gets fuller each day. And I've heard that Hashem keeps it close nearby. And He fills it with His tears each time that we cry. Grandpa told Sorrow strikes his people, Hashem feels all the pain. Tell me why does he cry far away in the sky? Tell me why, Daddy dear, are there tears in? is bad.
8: I will let you know that I
2: will let you know that I will let you know that I will let you know that I will let you Ani, he fell out. Kaba, and you're Gamba, it's in Gamba's home. Gamba, it's Gamba, t'ho. We're celebrating our love. The whole the whole crowd, celebrating
1: that was abba by shaol hayon my thanks to mayor weingarten for uh getting me that selection and a few others this morning and I want to also thank a number of the uh, people who uh, helped me get some songs for today's show from the um, from the Jewish musicians uh, list uh, appreciate it and I want to thank Yossi Zweig who uh, who mentioned uh, let me know about a number of selections and suggestions for today uh, so I really want to thank him uh, don't forget that uh, he is on uh, twice during the week he has a live lunch and he also has the the famous 9 at 9. So uh, those are great programs that Jesse Zweig hosts on the Nachum Siegel Network. Go to com and you'll be able to get the full schedule of everything that happens here on the stream. And also you'll be able to uh, find out how to uh, listen in other ways and many ways, whether it's on uh, through the app, with smart devices, or listen line. Or on your computer or over the air, uh, so you can let your friends know about it. The new NSN app was launched recently and, uh, it is, uh, it is getting, uh, it's, it has major success. It is, uh, getting downloaded constantly and there'll be a lot more about the app coming up in the next few weeks, uh, promoting the app and, uh, want to make sure to listen to JM and the AM of course and all the network shows. Uh, as uh, the app is uh, is launched and promoted and uh, gets out there, are a lot of great features on it. So please make sure to check out nachumsiegel.com, uh, check out your app store, and make sure to download the new app. It is uh, 62 degrees, heading up to a high of 82 today in the North New Jersey area. I want to again thank Hanalevi Julian for uh, spending an extended time with us here. With the news from Israel regarding the kidnapping of the three boys last week, and we all pray for a speedy return uh, of them, uh, healthy and safe. Uh, and uh, today also is 17th of Sivan, 15th of June. It's a uh, in Yomi. It's the fourth Daf of uh, Tanis. Tanis just started, so you can uh, hop on the bandwagon, as it were, and. Um, And you can uh, and you can continue there with the Dafyomi. Uh, I want to welcome to the airwaves Elliot Weiselberg. Elliot Weiselberg is uh, very well known to the listeners of the Nachum Siegel Network. He is the host of Court Report during the season, and uh, he knows everything there is to know about the world of Jewish sports. Good morning, Elliot. How are you?
9: Good morning, Moshe. Thank you for that
1: introduction. I it. Sure, welcome to JM Sunday. You know, I know the event we're going to talk about next week is the uh, hockey tournament. We'll get to it in a second. And uh, you know, I was debating, and we, you and I, spoke about whether we should talk about this today or or postpone until mm-hmm. till next week because of the uh, circumstances in Israel. But you know, one of the great things, and, and again, you, you know, you'll talk about it in a few seconds. Uh, one of the great things of, about this uh, hockey tournament it is uh, is that it is a fundraiser for Hatsala. and uh, the goal is to raise about ten thousand dollars for Hatsala, which of course is an extremely worthwhile organization around the uh, around the world. So, uh, you know, I feel that uh, something that is helping to raise uh, awareness and tzedakah. Is uh, something we certainly could discuss today and keep in people's minds. Sadaka is a, an amazing, uh, strong mitzvah. And uh, anybody who, you know, who does that mitzvah certainly is helping in the, uh, in the rescue of these boys, I think, because all mitzvahs are, are, are helpful. So, next Sunday is the 9th Annual Martin Weiselberg Memorial Junior High School Hockey Tournament. It's the 2014 tournament. And it's entitled "Make Every Second Count." What is the tournament about? How did it get started? And what is your goal for the tournament itself?
9: Well, today being Father's Day, which is why we originally uh, why we originally had the idea to ha- to come on today. Um, this tournament is in memory of my father, Marty, uh, who Allah uh, who passed away in 2006. So right now we are eight years removed, and this is the ninth, the ninth tournament, as you said. Um, almost automatically my idea was I wanted to use my father's lessons, uh, the ones that he taught me growing up, um, that I was able to recognize in sports. I wanted to use that to sort of pass along his, the, his messages to the next generation. So for me... My, my methodology was, I'm a coach. I spend my entire year passing through these, these ideas, these values to kids through their play in sports. Why not use that as a medium uh, to extend the reach? And so back in 2006, as I said, a couple of, couple of days after he passed away, I came up with the idea I want to create a fun event where kids can play kids can learn, and kids can really grasp messages in ways that people don't normally think uh, you know, would be a, a, a usable medium. You know, you think a hockey tournament, you know, kids come in and play hockey, pizza for a day, and then go home. What can, you know, what can that do? But sports, as we've said in the past, has a value to transcend um, many, many mediums and send many messages, uh, especially uh, when it comes to Jewish values. And over the last nine years, I think, I think that, or the last eight years, my apologies, uh, I think we've been very successful in passing along these messages. And so next Sunday is going to be, as you said, the ninth, uh, annual tournament for the, uh, for my father. And once again, we are doing it, as you said, as a charity for Hatzala. Uh, we chose Hatzala because Hatzala in my family is very 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 big and we all my brother is an EMT uh I have several cousins who are in Hatzala, but the purpose was that Hatsala is the one or in my, in my 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 one of the one entities that people don't you know pe- everybody at some point a hashalom you know may need and we're glad it's around and so everybody has a stake in what Hatsala has you know, Hatsala is so important to everybody's lives, and so we figure, you know, for an event where we're trying to reach everybody and really send our message to everybody, Hatzalah was the important, the important, uh, you know, the important cause to bring in because, as I said, it is so important to everybody's lives.
1: Elliot Weiselberg yeah. is uh, here with us. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, what were you going to say?
9: No, that that's that's. Just really, the, the the goal of this is to support a cause that people, everybody, at some point may need, and we're glad it's here. But we hope we don't have to have.
1: Absolutely, but we're
9: glad that it's here if we need it.
1: Elliot Weisberg joins me here on uh, JM Sunday. The website for the tournament is www.mwtournament.com. Mm-hmm. www.mwtournament com. Uh, a lot of schools participating here, including Hafter, Hank, Hartora, JEC, Mariah, RYNJ, SAR, and Yavne. Uh, it must uh, be some feat to get everybody together on this.
9: <laughs> uh, that, it, that's the fun part, though. Uh, there are a lot of teams that during the year, the, the way it works is I, t- I go to teams in both the New York and New Jersey Junior High League, which... Unlike the JV and Varsity that that we talk about on uh, the on uh, in the court report on the knockham Steel Network, they are not one league. So these are teams in two very different leagues that do not see each other all year. So one of the added benefits of the event is that I get to bring together kids that have not seen each other in eight, ten months. Wow! And so. More often than not, there are teams. the there the, are the teams that are just you know they're, they're calling, sending emails, wanting to be in the event, and so actually getting these getting the uh, the event together in terms of the teams has to be one of the most fun parts.
1: And I imagine that because it is a uh, a, 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 a memorial tournament as opposed to a league a game or set of games, uh, it's more. Uh it's a little bit less pressure and it's less competition, it's more camaraderie together, especially as you say, you bring a lot of people together. Such as, and I'm not a sports person as everybody knows, but such as the all-star games in major sports, uh, that are, you know, certainly serious and people are out there doing their best, but it's just a little bit different, uh, mindset at the time. All right.
9: The atmosphere at the atmosphere at the event is very jovial, very friendly, with still uh, a hint of competitiveness. But we, the kids, have so much fun. And I, I, every year after year, I I see everybody wearing the t-shirts that we give out at the event. And the kids, again, they come back and tell me we want to participate again next year. Please invite us. And so I'm very, very, very happy that it, it gets used as as a chance for kids to catch up with each other and have fun. And because that's the, that, that's the purpose, I think, of bringing everybody together. Uh, I mean, we, we bring everybody together in sad times, but to actually have happy times to bring people together. It just reminds us that there, that there are fun times in our lives.
1: Absolutely. Where is the event taking place?
9: The event is taking place in Hartora next week, uh, the school that I coach in. It's in Belrose, Queens, 25010 Grand Central Parkway, uh, Belrose, New York.
1: Is there a contact phone number or should people just go to the website and? People just
9: go to the website. Okay. Uh, there, there are, there's contact information on the site. If you need to send uh, any, direct in, any direct questions, the, uh, the email address for the tournament is mwtournament at gmail.com. Okay. So that's M-W-T-O-U-R-N-A-M-E-N-T. I'm just trying to figure that one out for myself. <laughs>
1: People can support, uh, when they go there, they can support the uh, program, uh, the event by purchasing raffle tickets, they can donate, they can sponsor, and you are having a raffle of, uh, some prizes of, uh, either, um, you know, sports related prizes, either, either autographed, uh, uh, items, uh and, uh, one of the items is a, uh, Rangers winning a shirt. Oh, I'm sorry, that's right, they did not win. Oh, wow, <laughs> See, you, you had to go there. You had to go there. That's I, I'm right. not, like I said, I'm not a, um, I'm not a sports person, but I do know that they had that little competition the other day and, uh. So
9: just a small, small right. small game. Right.
1: Right. Um, is there? Well, thankfully, yes.
9: Thankfully, I was alive the last time that they did win the Stanley Cup, <laughs> and one of the prizes, as as you as you were mentioning the raffle, one of the prizes is actually in a game used autographed stick of Mike Richter, who was the game who was the winning goalie for that last Stanley Cup. Right. so that, that prize is near and dear to my heart. I actually keep it, you know, in my room. It looks
1: uh, for the picture. It looks like it's in good condition for something so old.
9: <laughs> oh it, well, it's in great condition. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was. I don't believe it was used during that year, uh, so it could have been. This it could be about ten years old. But I, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to say that anybody who's had it in their possession has used it within the last.
1: Right, right, right. Absolutely. The 2014 Martin Weiselberg Memorial Junior High Hockey Tournament taking place next Sunday, June 22nd. It begins at 9:30 in the morning at Shiva Hartora. Uh I know that you uh, started it later so that people would be able to listen to JM Sunday first before mm-hmm, starting the program. Yeah, I, that's
9: exactly what I had in mind.
1: I thank you for that, and uh, you know, I, and we also hope, in light of today's uh, situation in Israel with the kidnapping of the three boys, that next week will be a very celebratory a uh, very celebratory atmosphere at the event, and we'll be able to look back and say that the boys are home safe and healthy. And uh, certainly when everybody is donating to this event and you're trying to raise at least $10,000 for Atsala, the tzedakah will, uh, will help in, uh, in bringing these boys home.
9: I hope so. We hope that, uh, we hope that next week at 9 a.m., uh, God willing, we will have our very first, uh, webcast up of the event. Mm-hmm. It'll be webcast on, hopefully live on our website. And, uh, we will have, uh, great news to, to lead off our program with.
1: Absolutely. When, when is a court report coming back on the uh, network? When's it starting up again?
9: Hmm. After talking to uh, Nachman Miriam, I think that uh, I think it's the best time to do it might be next school year. Uh, we're trying to see maybe we'll get something together. If there's time after the event on Sunday, we might put together an impromptu court report um, on the uh, on, live on the webcast. Uh, just because the you know the the nature of the event is so fluid, right. uh, we do not know what time it would end. Uh, maybe for next Tuesday, I'll 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 shoot Nachman I'll shoot an email and we'll see if maybe he's interested in having a special tournament court report uh, for next Tuesday night. Assuming that next Sunday can't go off.
1: Right, absolutely. Okay, great, Elliot Weiselberg. Thank you so much for joining me here on JM Sunday. Wish you the best uh, continued uh, Hatzlacha with this event next week, and uh, we look forward to hearing you. On network right here on Siegel dot com.
9: Thank you very much, Montes. I appreciate you having me.
1: Have a great day. Have a good day. We're going to go back to music here on JM Sunday, and uh, again, my thanks to Mayor Weingarten for getting me some uh, uh, some uh, uh, tracks to play today. And this is uh, this is. Uh, let's see, what do we have up next? I'm not really sure. What we have up next. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, here it is, Abba right here on J.M. Sunday. <laughs>
8: I want to be clear in all of my eyes, that this message will be
10: Thank you. Fight some war. Leaving early today. What about that meeting? With a frown, the to say Sorry, yes I know this may cost me my lunch, but I must spend time with my son while I still got the chance. Teach me, teach me, father, about the things we do. Teach me, teach me, father. With you. I'd really like to, mommy. Believe me when I say I'm gonna make some time for you and me one day. Teach me, teach me, father, about the things we do. Teach me, teach me, father, I'd spend some time with you. For you and me
1: Destiny with Teach Me Father from Volume 2. Here on JM Sunday with Matis Weingast. A few more minutes until we end off today's show. Again, I want to wish a Mazel Tov to Noah and Peggy Gurak and Rabbi Ellie and Abigail Rothberger on their uh, honor tonight at the Young Israel of Passaic Clifton dinner. It's taking place at 6.30 p.m. We wish them all a uh, great Mazel Tov. Also, uh, this, uh, don't forget that the stream continues all day long here on uh NachumSiegel.com. Nachum will be back tomorrow morning with J.M. and the Aim at 6 a.m. bright and early, followed by The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. That's at 9 o'clock exclusively on the stream, and, um, and uh, followed by Tech Talk after that with Arya Lightstone, which is also an exclusive to the stream. Great programming all week long. Don't forget to download the NSN app, brand new app, if you haven't done so already. Please do it and encourage your friends to do it. It's a great way to listen. A lot of features on it, and to make sure you keep listening to uh, to JM and the AM, and you'll hear all about the uh, the launch of the uh, app and all the things that are going to go on uh, during uh, the course of the coming weeks to uh, to celebrate the launch of the app. Uh, that's going to be starting in a week or so, I think. Uh Just listen in, and you'll be able to find out all about that. Tonight, uh, not tonight, sorry, Tuesday night, this coming Tuesday night, June 17th, the JEC Annual Dinner 2014 is taking place. It'll be at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey, and it will be honoring Marty and Miriam Knecht as guests of honor, and the uh, Leif Tove Award going to Harry and Mimi Stadler, an Educator of the Year going to Madame Esther Kaptan. It is uh, going to be a wonderful celebration. starts at 6.30. For more information, call the JEC at 908-355-4850 and uh, make your reservations if you haven't done so already. We're going to end up today's show with uh, Zaidi from Moshe Yes right here on JM Sunday.
11: my parents' home He used to laugh He put me on his knee And he spoke about his life in Poland He spoke but with a bitter memory And he spoke about the soldiers who would beat him And they laughed at him They tore his long black coat And he spoke about a synagogue That they burnt down And the crying that was heard Beneath the smoke But Sadie made us laugh Sadie made us sing And Sadie made a kiddish Friday night Sadie, how I love you so, and Sadie used to teach me wrong from right, and many winters went by, and many summers came along, and now my children sit in front of me, and who will be the Sadie of my children? Not me.
1: That is uh, my zadie from Moshe Yes, performed live. I want to thank all of you for joining me this morning here on J.M. Sunday. We'll be back here next week and uh, and hopefully we'll have good news about the three boys who were kidnapped last week in Israel. That they will be home safe and sound. Till then, I want to wish you a good week. Make sure to keep it tuned to the stream and uh, don't forget to download the app. And we'll be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. bright and early with another great edition of JM and the AM. Thanks, everyone. It's Swine Guest here with you on JM and the AM. Thanks for listening. See you back here next Sunday morning.